dives in for the touchdown. Did he get it? Yes, sure he did. Touchdown to Detroit Lions. You're listening to the One Podcast. What's up, Lions fans? Tori Petrie here, your host for this official Lions podcast. We are right in this time of year where free agency has kind of slowed down. We aren't quite at the draft yet, and players haven't quite gotten back into the building. So we are eagerly anticipating the players' arrival back here in Allen Park as the NFL announced this week that players would be back in this building on April 15th, which is just around the corner. This time of year, players are enjoying a little bit of their time off, so we decided to catch up with one of the players who has done something really cool with his time off. Lions punter Sam Martin went to Abu Dhabi for the Special Olympics World Games. He went there with former Olympic gymnast and gold medalist Nastia Lukin, as well as some other former Olympians and some football players, because he was part of an American football camp there that Joe Hayden put on. We caught up with him about his entire trip. It sounded like such an awesome experience. You can see photos from it all over Instagram. So if you want to see the visuals that go along with our conversation, they're right there on Sam Martin's Instagram. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Sam Martin. Great players are made in the offseason. Parents, prepare your child at the Detroit Lions summer football camps. Select from over 25 locations throughout the state, including camps held at Ford Field and at the Lions Training Facility in Allen Park. Camps are open to boys and girls ages 6 to 14 of all skill levels. Plus, all participants will receive a special Lions preseason ticket offer. Visit DetroitLions.com slash summer camps to learn more. Joining me now on the One Pridecast is Lions punter Sam Martin. Sam, thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy offseason to chat with us on the podcast today. We appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me, Tori. Yeah, man, you have been jet-setting all over the place, and one of the coolest trips that you have been on this offseason is going to Abu Dhabi for the Special Olympics. I want to talk to you about this trip because it just seemed like such a cool trip. First of all, tell us how you got connected with Ended Up at the Special Olympics. Uh, Joe Hayden is actually a global ambassador for the Special Olympics and has been for a while. And so this year he did something a little different. He wanted to run an American football clinic um, a couple of days out there, kind of um, more than anything, just spreading, you know, the spreading knowledge and teaching a lot of these kids that, that have only heard of American football is that just the basics, um, really, you know, drills, running routes, catching passes, throwing, that kind of stuff. And so I was lucky enough to link up with them and, and help them out with that clinic. And it was, it was really awesome, awesomely run clinic and a lot of fun. Also, it was cool. It was cool seeing you know kids who really they you know they know soccer and that's football to them and and it was just pretty cool watching them watch them play with a different shaped ball. And there were other NFLers out there as well, right? Uh, yeah, but other than Joe Jamal Charles uh, is also he's also a global ambassador and he has been for a while as well. So. It was those two guys and then um, myself. Um, and, yeah, like I said, I was just, you know, I was I was thankful that they they had me out there to help them. It was, it was a, a cool experience. But uh, Joe, Joe's foundation, um, it was it was really it was really Joe's foundation that um, had this going. It was a pretty neat deal. Yeah, I mean, it looked so cool. What is it like watching these kids kind of grasp football for the first time and be able to be part of teaching them about the sport that you love? 
it was it was pretty interesting you know it was like first you know just try to ask some questions here and there and they, and they really have no idea about it you, you, you kind of you don't really realize you know when you're over here how american sport really is how you get on a global scale and um it, they they really didn't they really didn't have much knowledge at all about the sport but once they got going and and once they started kind of kind of learning the basics you could tell that they were they were they were eating it up they're having fun with it didn't really get too much tackling but uh the the basic part of it they they were they're really starting to like there was we worked with a team from Puerto Rico and then a local uh, group, a local school from United Arab Emirates, and it was those it was those uh, those kids that were the most confused. But uh, <laughs> they seemed to they seemed to be picking it up and they really liking it. From my understanding, that was a big that was a big uh, priority for Joe. He wanted to really kind of spread spread the game. Yeah, and what a perfect way to do it. But you weren't just doing that football camp out there. I mean, you were all over the place during the Special Olympics. Tell me about your week and what you did out there. So it, uh, it started with uh, at the gymnastics event, uh, for obvious reasons, because I was at Nazi. And once the gymnasts actually started competing, it was, again, that was the first event that I got to witness, and it was so impressive on the rings and and the floor routines and it's it's pretty cool watching you could tell they put a lot of work into it and they're extremely focused and uh so that was the first kind of taste i had of the week and then um a day or two later i was we were lucky enough to go over to the roller the roller skating and uh so we got pulled into the roller skating rink and they had you know they they run a kind of a campaign called be unified so you have you have athletes that are competing along with um, other teams, roller skating teams, or gymnastics, whatever it is, kind of intermingled. And so we threw some skates on, and we started doing relay races with some of the athletes, <laughs> and, stuff, and that was for one. I hadn't been on skates in a while, so it was probably funny for most people. Humbling a little bit for um, you. <laughs> yeah, it was a little uh, a little intimidating. I, I remember it being a little easier uh, when I was younger, but um, I picked it up fairly quick. Uh, but uh, that was that was a lot of fun too because we got to we got to team up with some of the athletes that were competing after right after this and kind of just have some fun and so it was uh, I think I think it was four four people on each team and so like me and a couple athletes and Nastia and then Apollo Ono had a team and Michelle Kwan had a team and there's a couple other ones in there also but. Uh, it was so that was that was another different type of experience getting able to being able to like get hands on before the event and have some fun. I saw Apollo Ono made a uh, guest appearance on your Instagram. There, it had to be fun interacting with a yeah, bunch of was, other Olympians. He was trying to teach me how to uh, get low <laughs> and do it, not fall on my face, if you will. So yeah, he was he was out there coaching. I feel like if there's anybody to learn from with skating, it's Apollo Ono. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't believe how low he got, to be honest with you. (laughs) He was, like, touching the ground. Who are the most fun uh, Olympians that you were able to meet out there, the the Olympians that came out there to support the Special Olympics? Um, Didier Drogba is a guy that I grew up watching. Awesome. uh, Play play soccer since I was pretty young. He was one of my favorite soccer players when I was at Chelsea. So it was cool to see him. Uh, Matumbo was there. And then, yeah, just a lot of former athletes, uh, former Olympians for the most part. Um, but I would definitely say Didier Drogba was probably the one that was uh, 
kind of that kind of was pretty excited to meet. On top of on top of the rollerblading and the floor skating and the uh, gymnastics, I'd say I don't want to leave out the uh, opening ceremonies were like yeah like goosebumps. Yeah, that was that was a really cool start to the week. I what? threw some clips up on my Instagram. I don't know if you saw it or not, but they were uh, it was it was honestly goosebumps. I got emotional for a minute. I did. I did see that on Instagram. I mean, how amazing to be part of that. What What was that whole evening like, being part of the opening ceremonies? Well, we kind of, I guess they kind of do it. You know, it's it's pretty much formatted like the like the Olympic Games, to where all the you know, all the teams you kind of just form a massive line and enter the arena. And um, I got to walk with the United States. They kind of divided everyone up, all the uh, athletes. Uh, ambassadors with the different teams and I got to walk out with the United States which was really cool um, and it was just like like I said I did it like I said earlier it's like you can you in this room like a trance you know you're walking out and the next thing you know you're like in your seat it's just like crazy energy why was it so emotional it was more so I think when I asked once I got that once I got into the stands and you're looking down at all the athletes and then they ran you know they had a bunch of different uh, clips and stuff they're showing on the jumbotron and just hearing a lot a lot of the uh, athletes stories and and hearing where they come from and and what the Special Olympics means to them and that's that was the area that kind of got me a little emotional and then just looking down on on you know you're looking at athletes from all around the world you know, and it's just, you know, they've been working just like, just like Olympians do for the, for the big Olympics. They work year round for four years, you know, just, just getting ready for the, for the big game. So it's, it's just a cool, you just see the excitement and the energy and, and it's just kind of mind blowing to see, you know, this many people come together from all over the world for one thing. And it, it was pretty cool. What was the most inspiring part about watching the Special Olympians compete in these events that they have trained their whole lives for? Well, I like I kind of like the fact, you know, the one thing that it kind of makes you think, like brings you, it kind of makes you think, like what, what, uh, you know, me me personally, like football, like what it's really, you know, what you're playing it for, you know, it's it's it takes it just kind of takes a lot of the stuff out of it that you know that you first you know, the stuff that's not as important that you can sometimes get lost when and you just see the raw you know just the, the sheer joy of them just competing and whether they win or they don't win or or you know if they do win how excited they are the, the work paid off and it's just I don't know it's just it's a feeling it's hard to describe it's just it's the the pure essence of sports without all the Lots of times with the outside stuff that's easy to get distracted by, especially in, in today's sports with social media and, and all that kind of stuff. It's kind of just really they're there for one reason, and and that's to have fun and to win and to compete. So, you know, it it, it I definitely reflected a lot on kind of like what, you know, what you know why why do I do it? Why do we do it? You know, and and it just makes you think rather than kind of go through the motions. You know what I'm saying? Oh, totally. No, it's it's so awesome. Did you have a favorite interaction with uh, one of the athletes there, with one of the Special Olympians, or, or heard a specific story that, that really touched you? There was one little girl from El Salvador who, um, she was a gymnast, and 
they place in different events. They place up big, big. They have awards up to eighth place. And she, in about five different awards that I was when I was doing uh, the award ceremony, I was fortunate enough to be able to present some awards also, which was another really cool experience. Wow. Um, she was on my side of the podium, and so I must have given her probably four or five seventh or and eighth place ribbons, and she was just so happy and so emotional and just so happy to be on that stage mm-hmm. and so proud of herself. She was puffing her chest up and I don't know that I just kept giving her the awards and just smiling and hugging her. And she just, <laughs> that was one of the, that was one of the moments where I was like, she, she came and did what she wanted to do and she's happy and she's proud. And, um, doesn't matter if she's eighth place or first place. She was like, just so content, you know what I mean? It was just a really, it was really, really cool to see how proud of herself she was. Yeah, it has to really be a great reminder of of just the the purity of sport and just the love behind uh, doing it for for all these reasons that are the reasons why we love sports, that they inspire people and that they empower people. And it has to be just a really great reminder of of those core things behind uh, why we're so passionate about sports. Yeah, that's a good, that's the good, that's the best word that I can think of is like the purity of of sports and... uh you know, what they kept, what they kept saying is be unified. It unifies, you know, not only people of all different makes and kinds, but from all over the world, different nationalities. And it's just be unified is just a one way to put it of many, but, uh, it was, she, she didn't speak English though. So she probably was like, <laughs> what the hell is this American saying to me every time I gave her an award, but she, uh, she definitely touched me in a way. Yeah, but I think sometimes those those feelings and um, you know those emotions can transcend over language boundaries, and I'm sure that she could feel how happy yeah, you sure. were for her, and you felt how happy she was in in her position, no matter what the language was. Yeah, yeah, she was. There was one point where we're standing, getting ready to go on the stage, and she was right in front of me, and uh, she kept saying "Yo Tango" something, "Yo Tango," which is I guess I need. So I thought maybe like me and this other woman were sitting there or like does she need to go to the bathroom before we go on stage and it was like kind of a tight schedule we're trying to figure out what and then so we had one of the coaches come over and turns out all she was saying was she needed a hug because she was nervous to go on stage Aww. so it was just another cool little moment Aww. that uh, yeah it was just that was another little thing that I won't forget. Yeah, and that's something you can always help with. I I love that. How sweet and like we said, pure. I knew a tango. I, meant, I knew a your tango, man. <laughs> you were halfway there. You were halfway there. Well, it sounds like such an awesome experience and and such an honor to get to be a part of. I love hearing about it. And you got to see a lot of Abu Dhabi while you were there as well. Tell us about that part of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, first I will say, yeah, that's. I, it was such an honor to go, and I was very lucky that. Um, Nasi was, was able to include me on that trip because it's definitely something I'll, I will not, never forget. Um, but yeah, while we were there, I, uh, we did do some, it is fun stuff. We did a, a desert safari, which was incredible. I mean, it, it, like that was crazy in itself. Um, oh yeah, we saw the grand mosque, which is the biggest mosque in the world, which was also pretty, uh, mind blowing red camels rode like doom buggies yeah did did pretty much did it all i mean if we weren't at the arena we were doing some good fun we kind of we kind of try to stay active what was your favorite part of abu dhabi 
I would say the opening ceremonies and then the um, the award ceremonies. So I mean, it was it was all the it was it's hard to pick to pick one, but like all the events obviously were great and everything. But being able just just the opening ceremonies the energy was like you know unparalleled anything, and then the uh, the award ceremonies was just it was you know that was the close encounter with you know the, the the winners, which was also really cool. So I'd say those are like two the two most memorable things and then as far as just um extracurricular there's that it was probably the probably the uh desert safari that was pretty cool i love it well it sounds like an amazing trip do you have anything else fun planned for this off season no that was my uh that was my trip of the off season i haven't i've really just been uh kind of i kind of didn't take much much of a break with my training to be honest with you i took a little break in january and started back up and then when this presented itself to me, I was, uh, I go, okay, well, this will be my one, my one big trip of the off season. So other than that, just, just chilling. And we saw you, uh, getting in the gym in Abu Dhabi as well. So we know you didn't take a break too much there. So, uh, that's good. always good to I see. I put that up there just so you guys can see that. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Don't worry. We know. And we, and we see the, the punting video right in between the videos of the, the camel rides and the mosques and everything. So we know what you're up to. I snuck, snuck it in there. You know, I got you. <laughs> well, we sure are looking for, forward to you guys being back in the building. It's pretty quiet around here, but uh, it sounds like you've been uh, having a good time and, and really having an awesome off season. We've loved seeing pictures of it. Yep, it's been good, but uh, I can't wait to get back also. Looking forward to getting back in a few weeks. Well, it sounds like you are spending your off season having fun and also doing a lot of good as well. Thank you, Sam, for taking some time to chat with us today, and we'll see you guys soon. For sure. Thanks, Tori. In a few weeks.